0: Hello and welcome to Ashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And I'm Garrett. So, we are back with a review of a recent ish Netflix <laughs> film called Always Be My Maybe. Garrett's going to tell us about it.
1: So, Allie Wong and Randall Park star in this romantic comedy that brings Asian American culture to Netflix. <laughs> um, pretty much, it's one of those your best friend growing up. It's, I don't, yeah, they're best friends growing up, they have a romantic encounter, they separate ways. Uh, all of a sudden, it's, what, 20 years later, and uh, Marcus is his name, he works for his dad doing HVAC, and Sasha is a world-renowned chef. Mm-hmm. And they meet, and will they fall in love with what they actually
2: Uh, Yeah, well, that's the question. Um, I thought it was, you know, good to see a movie focused on Asian Americans, and I thought this was a pretty good one. Um, It's a romantic comedy. It's a Netflix romantic comedy. I didn't have huge expectations here, but um, I thought it, you know, I thought it was funny and romantic and and poignant. Uh, I'll admit that, you know, by the end I had a little... Tear in my eye. There's a there's a particular moment at the end where I thought that I thought was very moving, um, and I think I had really good chemistry together. Um, um, Randall Park and Ali Wong. They they also I think contributed to the screenplay of this. I think they co-wrote it. Um, so I thought that they did a really good job. You know, as long as you understand that it's just uh, not just a it's a romantic comedy on Netflix and. A pretty good one. But, so those are my thoughts. Yeah.
0: Uh, they, they did... They were some. They were co-writers on it and also co-producers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I um, and really enjoyed this. this is, I just recently released my top ten list of, of the year so far. And this is number ten. Um, now I do have a, an issue with it, but I'll get to that later. But um, I, I think it's, it's charming. And I'm a sucker for a good romantic comedy, which I think this is. And uh, I think the acting's well. I think, I think the, the, you know, Ali Wong and Randall Park and, and several of the other people in it are, are just, you know, they're, they're just fun to watch, easy to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's directed by, I hope I get this name right, uh, Nanachka Khan. And uh, they do, you know, fine job with the direction. And so, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, it's a nice romantic comedy. I mean, if you're going to be in on on a... It doesn't even have to be a weekend night. But let's say, you know, you're just in on a Friday or Saturday. You don't feel like going out doing anything. But you want to kind of, you know, cook some dinner or order a pizza and just watch a, a, a fairly easy... Something easy to watch on Netflix. And this is uh, you, this is a great choice, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there, man. It, it's a very delightful movie. Huh? You, yeah, you just want something to delight you. This is a very good one. Uh, for me... Uh, Randall Park really stole the show. I uh, now I'm a little biased. He's plays a really great character on Veep, and that's my favorite show. And uh, he I thought he did really well here. I I love his uh, talent chops. So. And there's an episode in Veep where he beatboxes. And he's a rapper in this mm, one. And mm. I thought he did a really good job. Especially, it's not just rap. It's 90s rap. Mm. So I loved a lot of the 90s throwback, the nostalgia. Some of the soundtrack from these 90s songs that I remember listening to growing up. So uh, Netflix is really good at tossing that nostalgia at you. And I'm always a sucker for it. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. It laughs. Uh, there's... Conflict to it, so it's not just a you know go through just the regular plot and you get to the happy ending. There there is some hurdles to get over, but uh I uh, yeah I
2: really enjoyed it just it overall. Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me of the the rap because I thought the performances, the rapping performances that he did were actually quite good. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a he's a songwriter and he raps and when you have a movie that's centered around someone who does something creative, um, sometimes, you know, it can't be very, sometimes a movie isn't good at convincing you that they're actually able to do this. <laughs> but I thought, you know, the music that he came up with and the raps that he did, they were all really, really good. Um, I also really liked the supporting cast. I particularly liked Michelle Bouteau. I don't know how you pronounce her name, but she was the, she's, uh, Sasha's assistant. And I thought she was really, really funny. Um, And there's also the extended cameo from Kanu Reeves that everyone's been talking about, which was um, longer than I expected and quite quite amusing. Is that a spoiler? No,
0: this has been a big deal made about how he's in this movie. Okay, because I was describing the movie
1: to two people tonight, um, and... I stopped myself right before I got to that because I'm like, oh, if they haven't seen it, it, because a lot of people say when Keanu Reeves That's like the only thing I knew about the movie going into it. They're all of a sudden like, (laughs) what? Keanu? Yeah.
0: And it has Charlene Yee in it who, you know, I first saw uh, back in, I guess it's 2009 10 years ago in Paper Heart. It's a movie she did with Michael Cera and, uh, She's been in some other things, including a really very brief and strange (laughs) cameo in the Twin Peaks revival a couple years ago. But she's in this, and and I really like Charlene Yee. Um, So everything I said earlier is true about how how much I like the movie, but I will say this. um, I'm not sure I agree that these two characters... um, Marcus, played by Randall Park, and Sasha, played by Ali Wong, I'm not sure that they should be together. Hmm. And you kind of have to be convinced of that, right, hmm. in these kind of movies? Hmm. Um, they do, I mean, as you see in the early part of the film, they do have, you know, uh, they grew up together, and they were really close, um, and then they kind of aren't close anymore. And I, I, like a lot of people, I think, who maybe know each other at a certain stage in life, and then just kind of don't see each other, don't talk to each other for a number of years. And then they, you know, return. And I feel like these two characters are, you know, they've grown during their time apart and are in different parts of life. And and I remember just thinking, like, I don't... I think I love these characters. They're charming. I wasn't convinced that they actually were right for each other. Now, there are scenes where other characters tell them, you should be with this person, or, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And so, like, we're it's being telegraphed to us, like, oh, they belong together. Mm. But I'm sitting there, like, looking at who they are as characters at this current day, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know how successful this is going to be. But, hey, it's a romantic comedy, you just kind of roll with it, right? And, and they're likable, so you just kind of go, yeah. So.
2: I, I know what you're saying. I, I, I guess I felt like over the course of the movie, the characters who perhaps don't really belong together change enough and they change each other enough that they kind of end up working together as a couple I think that's kind of the trage- trajectory of this movie um, so, I, I don't know it, it kind of worked for me yeah. but that's not to say that they get together at the end I don't want to give any spoilers <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah this uh, kind of what you're saying is my like negative for the movie is just there is, uh, like I said, there's conflict to it, so it's not just one easy story arc, but the conflict just seems so forced. It's like uh, they're in a situation that needs to be hashed out. They don't hash it out. They just say, oh, this is what's happening, and they don't like ask the other person how they thought or felt about it, and mm-hmm. it causes a fight. So when simple communication could easily fix a problem, it's just like, really? You could have okay. just said... So I'm trying to avoid spoilers, so I I stopped myself. But all they had to do, I mean, even a text message would have probably solved some of these issues if they would have just communicated it. And uh, it just kind of, those type of things really bug me because, uh, well, maybe it is telling of society that we need to communicate better, (laughs) but it definitely seems pretty easy. If you have an issue like they did, uh, you would have discussed it
2: beforehand. Yeah, yeah. That plot device drives me crazy, too. Where everything could just be solved if you would just say a sentence. Yeah. Whatever. But I do think um, it is probably true in real life
0: that we don't talk to each other as directly as we should. It's true. Uh, You know? So, you can make that argument. But (laughs) I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: and it's also a bit different, though. Like, the way... Uh, like me and you met talk to each other is going to mm-hmm. be a lot different the way you and Ashley talked to each other. True. So I would think that... Oh God, I almost did another spoiler. <laughs> so uh, just if there was a life situation, you two would have talked about it before one of you made that decision. True. So that's kind of where I'm going yeah. with.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I give this an 8.7. Ashley... <laughs> Um, it gets a 7 from me.
1: I'll give it a 7.
0: You too. <laughs> you guys just are hating on true love. Here, I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I put it above Midsommar, right? <laughs> so this is a 7.5 from us. Um, it's a 91% certified fresh in the tomato meter. So cool. order your pizza or cook your dinner <laughs> and you know, stay in for the night and, and watch some on Netflix. Definitely. It's worth it. Yep thanks for listening
1: thank you thank you